Hi, it's Lisa. Welcome back to The Healing Path, a podcast created to connect our broken hearts as we journey into honest conversations about grief and loss in our everyday lives. Following the deaths of two of my children, I struggled for many years to fill the holes in my heart. I tried everything, prayer, meditation, therapy, coaching, reading, journaling, you name it, plus a couple of less productive approaches. And after two decades of coming up short, I realized I was focused on the wrong thing. Instead of trying to fill those holes, I have learned that building a life around them is a much more worthy goal. A major part of this new approach is talking openly about what my grief is like instead of keeping it to myself. With this newfound permission to let all parts of me be here, I feel more human and less like a robot on autopilot. So I created the Healing Path Podcast with the hope that sharing our stories in a compassionate environment will help us to stop working so hard to hide our scars from ourselves and others and start wearing them proudly as the medals of love that they are. So thank you for joining this episode of The Healing Path. Today on Valentine's Day, I am chatting about, wait for it, (laughs) love. I can't resist the opportunity to talk about love. During Valentine's Day, which some refer to as a hallmark holiday, we think about love in the romantic sense. Flowers and chocolate come to mind, and maybe a date night with our partner for the first time in months or even longer. Some folks celebrate their birthdays on this day, and some actually choose to get married on February 14th, as it's thought of as being very romantic. The role of romance in love is a super fun facet of being alive. Young love, new love in particular, can rule our worlds if we're new to the idea that two hearts can beat as one. Thank you, you 2 In the post, there's a link to the U2 song by that same title. We have butterflies in our stomachs and start fantasizing about our future. Even as a young woman, I recall in high school how many of us girls would write our names out on our notebooks and include our future married names by adding the last names of our boyfriends at the time. The energized current of young and romantic love is playful, unique, and a very special experience of being human. But when the novelty wears off and two people are committed to each other and the life they're building together, love can become a little less sexy and a bit more pragmatic. As we time travel into the future about plans, possibilities, and opportunities, our playful romantic experience can turn into stress and anxiety about the health and security of our families. No matter what our family structure looks like, our experience of romantic love doesn't prevail. That energy is more like a seed that's planted so we can grow into the virtuous commitment where the whole is greater than the individuals that comprise the family unit. Love goes from roses, chocolate, and awkward nervousness to conversations that start with questions like, what's for dinner, and how will we manage this challenge, and you spent how much money on that? We juggle caring for our families and ourselves with nurturing the unique intentional effort that deep, committed love demands. Schedules, though, can get overbooked. Sports and music lessons for kids can dominate the flow of activity, along with working our professional jobs, keeping the laundry going, and making sure that there's the right creamer for that much-coveted first cup of morning coffee. 
But love, in its most powerful form, in my experience, transcends all of this. It provides a foundation for security, respect, and mutual support. It can promise survival after an accident. Love can promise reconciliation after opposing action. What most impresses me about L-O-V-E is that it takes on so many forms, from romantic to platonic to friendship to deep reverence to reciprocal care and concern for one another and for our planet. Consider some scenarios which capture a few examples of how love has manifested in my own life. Love is making end-of-life decisions for my daughter, then looking across the room into my partner's eyes weeks later at her funeral, while both of us yearn for the other to confirm we made the right decision. Love is supporting a friend or a partner in an endeavor important to them, even when we don't support the endeavor itself. Love is weaving the strands of our lives together with compassion and empathy as we recognize parts of ourselves in others and parts of them in us. Love is circling back with someone to clarify some communication that may have gone unintentionally sideways. Love is giving without attachment, accepting without blocking. Love is kindness. Love is forgiveness. Love is setting boundaries and gratitude and presence. Love is hopeful, that feeling that the future can be better than the past and that we have the agency to show up and do what's required to make that future happen. Love is generosity. And love is seeing that first tulip push through the thought-out ground in spring, or watching that last leaf fall slowly in the wind in autumn. What is love to you? On Valentine's Day, if you're so inspired, Carve out some time this morning or later today to ponder what love means to you, your life, the people closest to you, and how the love manifests. Are you missing any opportunities to be loved? Or are you overlooking an opening to show someone else unconditional love? Or even acknowledge the care that someone's shown you or that you have shown yourself? In my experience, Feeling seen and heard is one of the highest levels of love expression that we can feel and also provide to others. So don't hold back today or any day while celebrating loving people and conditions in your life. Try openly expressing your affection and appreciation where it feels appropriate and allow yourself to receive that which you give away. When you say, I love you to someone, Let the current of your energy be viscerally felt and make words the secondary transmission of your expression. But for the use of words, would the people in your life know how you feel about them? If not, it might be the right time to focus on closing the gap between how you feel about people and how effectively you've actually expressed your feelings to those you love. Then we let love do its thing. As Jason Mraz beautifully sings in his song, Life is Wonderful, there's also a link to this in the post, quote, it takes no time to fall in love, but it takes you years to know what that love is, unquote. 
And by all means, bring on the roses, candy, and romance. If you're fortunate enough to spend today with that one person who makes life all okay for you, go out of your way to make sure they know how you feel about them. That way, when the shit hits the fan, and the shit always hits the fan, you will have built and become part of a foundation that can carry you through both the best and the worst of times. Oh, and again, don't forget the chocolate-covered strawberries and the champagne. Cheers. So happy Valentine's Day to everyone. And if you see this as a Hallmark holiday, I'm glad you're still checking in uh, to hear the podcast. Again, the post on lisamcfarland.com has some cool links in it. Um, One to a U2 song and one to that Jason Mraz song. So thanks for checking out um, this episode. And I, I don't like to miss opportunities to really Look at all the just the endless ways that love takes shape in our lives. And we often think about love as being this romance, but I really feel like romance is part of love, not the other way around. So if you have a romantic partner, this is a great day to rev up that romance and let them know. Um, But if you're like me and you're just loving your family and your friends, that's a really worthy and comfortable, safe place to be. So I'm enjoying that. And I make it my business to let people know how I feel about them. And I certainly hope that I have at least managed (laughs) to convey that even if it's not on an everyday basis. I have a lot of relationships in my life that I'm very, very grateful for. And I'm celebrating those today. And of course, I'm celebrating my Valentine Zachary, who I look forward to spending the evening with. So I appreciate you checking into this episode of The Healing Path. And until next time, stay present, stay grateful, and stay healing. And as always, thanks for listening.